You're listening to Speech at Home, a podcast that offers tips and ideas for parents of children with speech and language disorders. I'm your host, Anna Kuderi, and I'm a speech and language pathologist. You're listening to episode 14, and in this episode, I'll be talking about five different techniques to practice language with your little one at home. So the techniques I'll be talking about in this episode are parallel talk, self-talk, language stimulation, forced choice, and singing. So I want to start out with parallel talk, and if you've listened to my other podcasts, I talk about this one a lot, Um, but I kind of just wanted to take this episode to explain the terms a little better just so you understand them, and just to educate you a little more on the terms, give you a couple more examples. So Starting with parallel talk, this is basically you narrating what your child is doing out loud. So, for example, if you're blowing bubbles and they're popping the bubbles, you can go pop, 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 pop while they're popping it. And you can say, you're popping all of the bubbles. Okay, let's, oh, you pop the big bubble, you pop the small bubble. Or if they're stacking blocks, you can say, you put the blocks on top, you're stacking the blocks so high. And then when they drop it, you can say, uh-oh, all the blocks fell down. You dropped all of the blocks. So parallel talk is kind of just, like I said, narrating what they're doing. Next, I'll be talking about self-talk. And this is very similar to parallel talk. The only difference is that you're narrating what you're doing out loud. So for example, if you're blowing bubbles for your child, you can say, I'm going to blow bubbles then you could blow them and then if you pop it with them you can go pop 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 I popped all of the bubbles and then for example again going back to the blocks if you're stacking blocks with them you can say something like mommy's putting the blocks on top or daddy if you're a dad um I'm putting all the blocks on top I'm gonna build a big tower and then if you take a truck you can go ready I'm gonna push the truck into the blocks and you can go ready set go Uh oh all the blocks fell down I made all the blocks fall down so self-talk versus parallel talk parallel talk is you narrating what they're doing and self-talk is you narrating what you're doing they will sound very similar um, but yeah that's the difference between those two um, next is language stimulation so this is kind of when you repeat the same words over and over to encourage production of these words And it's kind of just like bombarding them with words over and over. So, for example, if you wanted to work on the word pop, when you're blowing bubbles, you would just say it a ton of times. So you would blow bubbles for them and you can go pop, 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 pop. We are popping all of the bubbles. Who's going to pop them now, me or you? Then you can have them pop it and go pop, pop, pop. You're popping all of the bubbles. So, like I said, you're just repeating the words over and over And it could feel a little ridiculous and feel a little weird if you haven't done it before. But yeah, it's just basically exposing them to the same words over and over to kind of teach them that word and encourage production of that word. Another example of this would be if you're stacking blocks again and you want to teach them the concept on top, you would, you can self-talk and parallel talk. So while they're stacking the blocks, you can say you're putting the block on top. This block is going on top too. You put all of the blocks on top. And then if you, for self-talk, you can say, okay, I'm going to put the blocks on top. This block is going on top. I put the block on top. So that's what language stimulation might sound like. So again, you're repeating the words over and over, and this kind of encourages production of that word, and it really helps them learn 
those those concepts and those words. Next is going to be forced choice, and this is when you give your child two choices to facilitate communication, and also you can use this to teach new concepts. So the first example, if your child just likes to point at things to request, but you know they can say it, and I tell this to a lot of parents who they tell me, oh, I feel like my child is really lazy, and I know that they can say the words, but they're not, I usually tell them to do this kind of first choice thing. So if your child is whining and pointing at the car, you can take the car and you can take a ball and say, which one do you want? Do you want the car or the ball? And this way, in order to get what they want, they have to communicate with you and say which one they want. So do you want the car or the ball? They have to say the car or they'll say the ball if they want the ball. A way that I use this to teach new concepts is I like to do this a lot with colors. And one of my favorite ways to do this is with little plastic eggs. So I'll take two eggs, and if I'm working on colors with them, I'll pick two eggs that are different colors. And then I'll ask them, which egg do we want to open? Do we want to open the pink egg or the blue egg? And you show it to them. And then whichever color they say, that's the one you hand it to them, and it kind of helps them learn colors. So that's one way I like to do that. And lastly, I'll talk about singing. So I do singing, and I do songs a lot in my therapy sessions. Um, I like singing nursery rhymes with them because it helps teach them language and it also helps um, encourage production of words. And some of my favorite songs to do are repetitive songs like Five Little Ducks or Five Little Monkeys or Old McDonald's because this kind of makes it easier for them to learn the words when it's repetitive and you also get to a certain point where you can sing the song with them, pause the song, and have them finish the rest of so, for example, five little monkeys jumping on the bed. One fell off and bumped his head. Mama called the doctor and the doctor said, and then you would pause here and then let them finish. No more monkeys jumping on the bed. And then you can also do the same thing with like old McDonald's. So you can say like old McDonald had a farm, E-I-E-I-O, and on his farm he had a duck, E-I-E-I-O, with a, and then they can say quack, quack here and a quack, quack there a quack there a quack everywhere and then you can pause again and have them say quack quack old mcdonald had a farm e-i-e-i-o and then that's how i like to do singing in my therapy sessions and sometimes i'll even play like a youtube video for them and they can watch the animation while they're singing so for example the five little ducks five little ducks went out one day um and then when it gets to the part where it says mama duck says i would pause the video because in order for them to continue the video, they'll have to say quack, 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 quack. So that's how I do singing in my therapy sessions. Um, yeah, so in this episode, just to go over it again, I talked about parallel talk, which is narrating what they're doing out loud, self-talk, which is narrating what you're doing out loud, language stimulation, which is like constantly bombarding them with the same words over and over, first choice, which is giving them two options, and singing um, and for this, I like to do repetitive songs. That way, they're able to kind of fill in the blanks. Thank you for listening to Speech at Home. Listen in next week. I'll be talking about five more ways to practice language with your little one at home. And you can find me on Instagram at slp.resource and online at slp-resource.com. Thanks again for listening to Speech at Home.